Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! If you saw me check the blinds on TV, it's because I don't know what that foreign object in the sky is. Finally, a little bit of sunshine in Missoula and around western Montana. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Crazy how gloomy it gets this time of year uh, in the Garden City. But that's why we're here, to cheer you up. Ton to get to today here on your Wednesday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I got my books falling all over the place. Don't worry, nothing serious. <laughs> we got uh, a whole bunch of stuff to get to today. This is actually a very jam-packed, very informative show. And uh, for the first time in a little while, we're going to break some news on this show as well. Five o'clock. I've actually been asked about this from a variety of different people over a long period of time. Back in 2019, Marcus Knight broke the single-season touchdown record for the University of Montana, breaking a record held by Chase Reynolds, an all-time Grizz great. And then Marcus Knight has had a lot of adversity in his career as a football player and as an athlete. And in his life, he uh, he and everybody else in college athletics went through the entire cancellation of a season in 2020. Then in 2021, the poor guy tore his ACL, and that sort of then put him uh, into a crowded running back room at the University of Montana, at the end of this football season, he decided he wanted to pursue other opportunities and uh, finish his athletic career and his education elsewhere. Well, he has decided what he's going to do in the future, and it might surprise you. Marcus Knight will join us at 5 o'clock for the ESPN Roundtable to uh, let us know what's going on with him, what the uh, latest announcement is. We also have our Grizz Star of the Week. Mac Anderson will join us about 5.30. Bozeman's finest. It's funny because, you know, first of all, Mac's been around so long that I consider him a friend of mine now because I I see him all the time. He's always out and about in town. He's so great at being engaged in community events. You'll see him at the Farmer's Market or the Film Festival. Hard to miss. I mean, 6'9", stands out pretty good. Uh, but he's a great guy. I, I've covered him since he was in high school, and now here he is. And uh, he has got some stuff going on. Wow. He is getting his Master's in Business Administration in one year. So he is currently taking 13 classes at the same time. This is this is crazy what he's doing. But he's also a great basketball player for the University of Montana. And uh, as a Bozeman native, he plays against the rival Bobcats, the last rivalry game uh, for him at home, at least, uh, here on Saturday. So we'll catch up with Matt Anderson about 5.30. But before we do any of that... We're going to take you around the Big Sky Conference in women's hoops. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference women's basketball analyst in studio. Can you imagine 13 credits in one? No, I mean, that's that's crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, man, how do you even have time to do anything? He's got a girlfriend and he's got basketball. I'm like, man, this is impressive. The student-athlete time management thing is, is crazy. Good for him, though, taking advantage of... Uh, the extra year. That's your show outlook presented by Britt Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. You want to stream the show, you always can. Station website, 1029ESPN.com, or you can always use the ESPN MT app. Grizz Hockey made its illustrious return today. They've been off for the winter break for uh, about a month and a half. Got back at it today. They played Williston State in a makeup game this afternoon. They won four to one. They got another makeup game against Williston tomorrow, uh, and then they have games against the University of Providence on Friday and Saturday night. We'll have all the action on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN MT app. So that app it'll help you follow along to this show, live and archived, and Grizz Hockey. 
uh, throughout the rest of the season. They only got about half a dozen uh, games left in the fold. Let's dive into Around the Big Sky in women's hoops. This week presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate, or use your home's equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's community statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage tried, trusted, and proven. Uh, first of all, I always ask you this: but What's going on with Hellgate Hoops? A couple. Uh, you always ask. Couple it's... crosstown victories this last weekend. Very exciting. And Big Sky. This week as no, well. So big Sky, yeah. It continues. Yeah, very cool. How's uh, how's your boy doing? Krista's older son, Evan, is uh, a freshman there at Hellgate, so that's why I always ask her. How's he doing? He's doing great. They're in finals right now, so they're all locked in at Hellgate High School. But basketball has been great. It's uh, it's crazy how uh, when you first get to high school, it's uh, so funny thinking about it retrospectively. Cause you're like, oh, finals, your freshman year, it's not that hard. It's really hard when you come from middle school because it's just, it's just a lot more work, right? Yes. Well, good for him for buckling down and uh, getting into uh, the books. Also, we have to talk about something on a somber note. Scott Cisco, one of your former teammates, uh, one of our great friends, someone that I've done uh, business with and also had some fun times with talking hoops, uh, an all-time great Lady Grizz player, former Big Sky Conference MVP. Uh, she has been battling cancer uh, for a couple of years now, actually, and it's back. So she has a GoFundMe set up. Uh, you can just find it on the, the general GoFundMe. She's going to go to Arizona get some treatment, uh, but our thoughts are with her. And uh, I just want to put that out there because uh, she's been such a great advocate for us. We've always loved uh, any and everything we've been ever been able to do with her. And uh, she's done so much for Missoula and for uh, this community and for the university of Montana uh, in business, it just as a community leader, as a coach, all sorts of different things. So if you can, uh, please do, please, uh, please go and uh, help out. I'll put the, uh, the link out. Krista has put it on her Social media accounts, I'll put it on our social media accounts as well, but uh, help us help uh, a friend uh, in need. On that note, let's talk about some of the, the uh, scores from across the league in uh, Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball. We actually have now uh, three days' worth of games to recap because there was games on Monday this week for the first time uh, this year. So we uh, last time we were on the air was a Thursday, so we'll take you through what has happened over the last week in Big Sky Conference hoops. Last Thursday, Montana went on the road. Got a 67-64 win in overtime over Weber State. Montana State got a big win at Idaho State in Pocatello, uh, 60-57. Sacramento State drilled Northern Colorado, 73-41. And then Portland State, no letdown for the Vikings. They got their first conference win in 23 Big Sky Conference outings by beating Idaho uh, two Saturdays ago. They followed up with a second straight Big Sky Conference win. They beat a very good Northern Arizona team, 78-66. You can honestly argue that's the biggest win of second-year head coach Chelsea Gregg's career. So uh, we'll get back to that here in just a minute. Last Saturday, the scores went like this. Montana State went to Ogden and won 80-65. NAU bounced back with a nice 77-67 win over Sac State, which, by the way, Sac State's first conference loss. That's a big one for Lori Payne's squad to bounce back and beat Sac. Eastern Washington, who's a, a talented young team, we'll get to them in a minute as well. They beat Idaho 74-59. Montana won the second for the second time in a row, probably their best Big Sky victory of the year. They won in Pocatello 77-68. And then how about Northern Colorado, a team that's been very up and down, uh, but they've had a couple times when they've been able to catch it and catch fire, and they've looked great, and they did that again against Portland State, 75-56. And then your Monday action, just two Big Sky games involving both the Montana schools. Montana State defeated Idaho, 72-65 in Bozeman, and Eastern Washington ran over Montana. Wow. Uh, It was a a no contest. I mean, they were up 23 points at halftime, stretched the lead to almost 40 by the time this thing was all said and done, but they win 87-60. Uh, in Missoula. Some of the top storylines from around the league. Let's start with Eastern. They have a second-year head coach in Jody Gleason. They have a couple young ladies that were very impressive as freshmen and now look like bona fide all-league players as sophomores. J.D. Martin is one of those, and she had one of the greatest games I've ever seen by a visitor in Dahlberg Arena. I mean, she scored 33 points. She hit like six threes. I mean, it was it was an impressive performance by J.D. Martin. What, do you, what have you thought of Eastern's progression this year? Well, give the ball to Jadia is what I would say. For sure. 14 for 23 from the floor. I mean, it was just all Jadia in this game against Montana. But it's really neat to see her growth. She's just a sophomore, Coulter. And she comes from Vancouver, Washington. But she just gives um, this 
Eastern Washington team, that that agile quickness at that guard position. She's just a lot of fun to watch. Certainly fun to watch. And uh, it, uh, I think that one of the primary storylines going on in the league right now, and we've talked about this already, is that you have this handful, five of them, second-year coaches. And it's interesting to see how each one of those programs is growing in different ways. You have... Eastern Washington vastly improved from a year ago. And they're sitting there at 3-3 three and three with a couple really good wins. I mean, they went 2-0 and oh last week. Well, and they've been on the road the last four games. They've been on the road since the beginning of January. They've won three of those four games on the road. They're finally back home. But, I mean, you have to give them credit for that as well. Uh, Second-year head coach goes on the road and just makes a, a really early statement in Big Sky play. And then you have Northern Colorado, who I think is going to be up and down this year. That's the nature when you have nine freshmen on your team. But they've had two times where they've punched through and gotten wins, including this last weekend. Uh, Montana's in the similar scenario. They have been really up and down so far this year. And Brian Holsinger's uh, second season at the helm. Portland State, it's already a successful year because they went 0-20 in league play last year. And they've already won two conference games, so they are certainly better and then you got the team that's doing the best of the uh, five squads under second-year head coaches, and that's Sac State. That's our second newsworthy point from around Big Sky Conference of Women's Hoops. Sac State, they suffered their first league loss to Northern Arizona this last weekend, but they are, I mean, off to one of their great starts in their program's history. They're 13-3 and overall. Well, and I was mistaken on the air. They actually had a seven-game winning streak wow, yeah. coming into that game against NAU. It is really tough when you have a point guard presence like Kalijah Dean, and then you have Isnel Natabo inside at 6'5". You have that guard big presence, Coulter, and they're number one and five for the big sky for scoring. Isnel Natabo's number one for rebounding. Kalijah Dean's number two in assists. They just lead all these statistical categories, but I'm really excited to get to watch them play here next week. I'll call that game actually here in Montana, and I'll be excited to call that. It'll be a fun one for sure. I want to know your perspective just on, uh, I guess, do you analyze each of the five programs on our second year head coaches independently? Or, I mean, do you kind of weigh them against each other? Because it is, you have certain teams that are really young, certain teams that maybe aren't. But Mark Campbell's proven that, hey, we're not going to say, hey, we're young, we're rebuilding, none of that stuff. We're trying to go out and win the league right now. Mark Campbell just wants wins. He's going to bring players in that are impact players. And we've covered this on the last two shows that just showing you have a Liana Tillman that leaves and everyone looks at Sac State, they pick them fifth in media and coaches polls sure. just thinking, okay, Mark Campbell's going to rebuild. He goes out and finds a spectacular point guard who is leading them in all different directions, keeps Katie Penawenta, who is also just a prolific scorer and is building around some of these key players, but able to bring in players that immediately affect the game on both ends of the ball. It's very interesting to me too, that it seems to me in the men's league, so often the transfers are, are guys that think that they haven't gotten the, the elevated opportunity that they really want. There's been several transfers to the women's league, including Kalaja Dean, including Gina Marks, who plays for Lady Grizz. These aren't like gals that weren't playing at their previous school. They were first-team all-league point guards at their previous school. I mean, Kalaja Dean was, I think, multiple-time first-team all-league at, at her previous school in Oakland. Right, and you even look at, like, Montana Ultrage. I mean, I totally. still see she's her and think too. Idaho State. Totally. And now she's just, she is, she's that impact player for Northern Arizona. Yes, there have been key players that have moved in and been able to come in and just take these teams to another level. And then you see these other coaches, maybe a Jody Gleason, a Kristen Matteo, that are going to um, build around young players. They're really trying to find some um, conference style players that they could build their programs around. And Northern Colorado has one in Delaney Byrne. I mean, she's the 6'3 forward that has come in and sure. done really well. Anaya Hall, there's another freshman that's 6'3 in size. So there are some coaches that have brought in these pieces and they're going to develop them. That, that's the thing. When I ask you that question, I think that's the thing that I, I think of is there, there's several ways to do this. I, I think it's very clear uh, that Kristen Matteo has said that we're going to play the long game here. We want to, to sort of build a core and maybe be good in a couple of years. We're going to take our lumps, but keep on trying to get better. Uh, and then at Sac State, like you said, I mean, Mark Campbell's kind of trying to find ways to win right now. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app around the Big Sky and women's hoops. Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference women's basketball analyst. 
Joining me, Coulter Nuanas, in studio. It's presented this week by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more info. Missoula.manmortgage.com. Two ends. Manmortgage.com. You can also call the local office. 406 542 0700. Another uh, interesting storyline from around the league. After Idaho's loss in Bozeman on Monday, they're now two and four in the league and they're in ninth place. I think that says more about the strength of the league than anything else because, I mean, Idaho has one of the best players in the league in Beyond Speed. They, they've uh, sort of fallen on a skid here, but I think if, if Idaho, I guess when I look at the standings, if Idaho is your ninth best team, I think that that's a testament to the strength of the conference. Well, sure, and Idaho opened at home with the impressive you know, sweep, totally. sweep, sweep of the Montana schools. Right. They've also been a team that has gone on the road now, and they've had games at Sac State, Portland State, Eastern, and Montana State, so the Road Warriors in Idaho... They just were not able to finish down the stretch. They were not able to convert and make baskets when it counted against Coach Binford's squad. And Coach Binford found a way to get to the line and take it at Idaho. I think that Idaho is going to have some bumps and bruises along the way. I look at their, you know, you talk about the premier player in Beyonce. You also have an Ashlyn Wallace who stepped up really big against Montana State and had key baskets. Sydney Gandy, again, streaky. And sure. I think if Coach Newley's looking for that consistency. And, I mean, it is a true testament having Idaho at number nine. And you look at them, they were picked three or four. But we're still so early. We haven't even made the turn yet, Coulter. So I really think some of these teams, it could flip. Well, it's been such a haphazard schedule, too, because we've had multiple teams that have played each other twice. Like Idaho's played Montana State home and away only six games into the conference season. They split with the Bobcats. I think in the pre- before the, the conference season started, if you would have said, hey, you're going to split with Montana State. They said, okay, we'll, we'll take that, and we'll see if we can get a third matchup uh, in Boise. So uh, a lot of basketball yet to be played. Also, though, we got to give another uh, piece of credit to the Portland State women because you haven't won a conference game in 23 outings, and then you win one. That's just prime for a letdown, right? And then they don't have a letdown at all. They go and beat one of the better teams in the league in Northern Arizona. So that's that's a great coaching job by Chelsea Gray. It really was. And I have to say, defensively, Portland State forced 17 Northern Arizona turnovers that led to 21 points. And I'm telling you, Portland State just exploded in that game. Third quarter, they scored 30 points. Wow. Esmeralda Morales, she's 5'5", but she is mighty. She's a spark And she finds her way to the basket. And that game was so exciting um, to take a look at all elements. I mean, they also got a lot of play um, from Jada Lewis on the offensive end for Portland State. It was just exciting to see them come together and beat a quality team like Northern Arizona. Yeah, I think it's uh, that's the other part about this this ongoing uh, narrative about the second-year head coaches is that I've been so impressed, particularly with watching Portland State. Haven't seen them live yet, but I've watched them on the stream a little bit and seeing Eastern Washington live on on Monday and then watching Sac State as well. The confidence that they play it with, right? I mean, it starts with some of these young players. I mean, Morales... Jada Lewis. I mean, and Martin for Eastern Washington, too. I mean, they, they have a lot of confidence for sophomores. I mean, they, they they do not look like underclassmen. I know, and that is a credit to these coaches that are building around these players. And again, Portland State, I just, you know, they, they beat NAU. They come back, and unfortunately, they fall to Northern Colorado. So you're going to see that inconsistency with them. But I under other than Weber not getting a win, which in all honesty, Weber lost to Montana in overtime, so they're very close. Totally. Um, but I think any team could beat anyone when you... You look at Sac State losing to NAU, um, NAU, you know, looking at this whole score with Portland State. So it just shows that there's a lot of flux in our league. Absolutely. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath here on Nuanas Now. Uh, anything left to add just in terms of uh, sort of the broad Big Sky Conference picture before we take a break and then sort of analyze the Montana schools? Well, I think that Idaho State is a team we have not talked about yet, Coulter. Totally, and today, I take a look sure. at them. They're 8-8, eight 3-2 eight, in conference. They've dropped two to the Montana schools, yep. which is the first time that Idaho State has lost to the Montana schools since 2015. Wow. Um, Excuse me, 2005. The last time they the, lost, they, they it, got yeah, swept, that right. they got swept yeah. was 2005. 2015 is the last time the Lady Grizz won in Reed Gym. Right, totally. Um, so there's just some crazy, you know, Mark Libtech, who is the voice of Idaho State, is constantly feeding me information. <laughs> I have to give him a shout out because he's just so awesome. He sent me actually a summary of where he thinks all the players will be later on in the season. It's just great. But anyway, he was telling me just some of these amazing statistics of, you know, how many games they've won. They've won 
27 out of their last 30 in Reed Gym. I just think Idaho State is a team that had a lot of loss to the transfer portal, yep. which we've talked about. But there's been some key players that I feel, Caliborn, Finley Garnett, um, that they are building around. And I think they could actually be a team with their gritty style of defense that'll be in the mix. Oh, they'll absolutely be in the mix. That's the thing. I, you know, we, We're analyzing this from a regular season perspective, and banners still matter. Chasing banners and uh, hanging banners, it still matters. And in the spirit of competition and all of that. But there is sort of two different analysis here. Who's going to chase the regular season banner and who's going to be tournament ready? It's a huge accomplishment to win the regular season. But there's also then this other monster that is tackling Boise. And Idaho State just plays that really tough defensive style. When I take a look at their overall stats, they hold teams to way under their average. They make it, they grind it out. And that is not the style of play that some of our teams in the league, Montana State, NAU, that's just not the style that they want to play. Oh, for sure. And so it's just painful at times to watch Coulter, but Coach Soboleski has it figured out. The consistency of it is amazing. When I was watching him against Montana State, I mean, if if you know the way the Bobcats play, they run a lot of extended fast break stuff off of misses with Darian White because she can push the ball so amazingly. She'll be quick for step off the bounce. Totally. And she'll be coming up the court and they'll set her that high pick so she can get in the lane. She's so good at finding somebody or shooting that little floater that's become her trademark. Well, against Idaho State, every time she's coming off that pick, boom, there's somebody there. Oh, they'll hammer her, too. They'll <laughs> every, hammer her and take time. her down. They're going to use every one of their fouls. <laughs> if she gets into the lane, she's going down, but they're not going to let her get in the lane either. It's impressive coaching. I know some people think it's maybe ugly basketball, but Seton Sobolewski, I mean, uh, the way I was taught to play defense, there is no such thing as a cutter across your face. And I know that Coach Seen Sobolewski, he teaches that. If you're cutting across the lane, you're getting a, you're an armbar. You're getting an armbar. And uh, I, I love the style uh, that they play. We'll take an early break here today on Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops. It's presented by Man Mortgage this week. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender, tried, trusted, and proven. We gave you all the storylines from around the league because... One of the biggest games in the league descends upon Missoula on Saturday. Montana State, they're riding a three-game winning streak. Montana looked much better this last weekend, only to sort of fall flat on Monday. What are sort of the uh, momentum for each squad coming into the rivalry matchup? And uh, just a basic analysis, six games into the conference season on Montana and Montana State. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. One of our uh, main radio guys over on the trail, our engineer and uh, the mastermind behind turning on the radio machine every day, Tommy Evans, he asked me the other day, so what are your top 10 favorite songs of all time? And I was like, man, that is such a broad question. But then I was thinking, I I, I could make lists of like the most underrated songs, the most underrated bands, and uh, I don't know if I could actually just do my top 10. It would be so hard for sure. But that's all to say that I think that UB40 is one of the most underrated and misunderstood bands ever. Red, red wine and all. I can't help falling in love with you. Hey, get out of here. I don't want any of that. But if you listen to the actual albums, the actual reggae is so good. So that's how we're playing some UB40 for you today. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN MT app. We are hard charging through. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath, our uh, Big Sky Conference analyst here in studio with us. It is presented this week by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. 
Go check them out online, Missoula.mannmortgage.com. That's Missoula.mannmortgage.com. I know you've done a lot of work at, with Man Mortgage. I have Rob Fleming, my neighbor and friend, trusted advisor. He's... I, Bought my house through him and did my refinance. He's great. He's so real, Coulter, and so easy. He makes it easy for you to understand and walk you through the steps. He's just, he is the best. He's a great resource, too. I've actually never met Rob personally, but I've talked to him on the phone many times because when I first bought my house, the, I got it at such a low interest rate. And then all of a sudden, I got a letter every month saying, we'll give you $50,000, whatever, if you refinance. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty good, but I don't think so. I don't know. So I called him, and he gave me all his advice. He's like, no, no, don't want to do that. So uh, he is just a call away, as everybody at Man Mortgage is, 406-542-0700. I call Man Mortgage's local office here in Missoula uh, at any time. Uh, let's start with the Montana State women, because we have uh, been sort of talking about how the potential of this team, they looked good in the non-conference. They were a little bit up and down in the first two weekends of conference play. Then this last weekend, I thought, you know, they got out an ugly but really big win in Pocatello. They turn around and, and play a great second half in Ogden, and then they come back third game in five days, and they beat Idaho on their home court. I thought they showed so many different flashes of how they can be so great. What did you think of MSU uh, this last weekend? Oh, I, I was impressed. I was impressed with their play, but again, leaning on their depth. Coach Benford made a starting lineup change after Idaho, where she put Madison Jackson and Lexi Deaton into the starting lineup, but let's just be perfectly clear that everyone plays, so it really doesn't matter who starts, That's because right. certain players are going to come off the bench. I mean, Leah Beatty, huge game, 26 points. I mean, her stat line was just absolutely crazy. I mean, she was, State. she was I mean, lighting Leah it up. She was lighting it up for a minute. I mean, there, there was a time where she, she hit one in the flow of the half court, and then she hit one in transition, and then she came off a screen and hit one as I she know. got fouled. You're like, oh, she's on fire. So 21 minutes. I mean, I just have to read this because it's just so crazy. 21 minutes, 7 for 12, 6 for 10 from the three-point line, a perfect 6 for 6 from the free throw line. She also had five rebounds. Two assists and one steal. That's just really quality. But that points to the fact that Montana State has multiple weapons. And various players step up at different times. However, it all flows through Darian White, who just scored her 1,500th career point to move her into. There's only five at Montana State. That's right. Um, but she just does all things. She makes players around her better. But we've seen some shift for Coach Benford on, on different combinations of players, and we're seeing Madison Jackson in the mix. But I do think that that's key for Montana State because they leaned on that depth with three games in just a short amount of time. And you didn't see them get worn down against Idaho in the last quarter of play. Darian White, Montana State's uh, star point guard, will join us here on Nuanas Now tomorrow. So very much looking forward to hearing from Darian as she prepares for one of her final rivalry games uh, against the Lady Grizz. Also on the Lady Grizz side, I think Sammy Thapkin will join us here uh, on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops in just a minute. I caught up with Sammy earlier today uh, just for a couple minutes about the weekend that was uh, for the Lady Grizz. So stay tuned for that. I have been uh, among the biggest Darian White uh fans out there for quite some time. I thought that the first time I ever saw her when she was a freshman, I thought she was the best player in the league as a freshman. And I and she has done nothing but approve, uh, affirm that to me since that freshman year. And I think that the best way you could sum up Darian White's career is that Darian White is by no means a score-first player or anybody you'd even categorize as a scorer. She is a facilitator and a tempo setter First and foremost, offensively, she's the best on-ball defensive player I can remember covering in the Big Sky Conference, especially her ability to hound players uh, full court. And now here she is. She's only 280 points away from the all-time scoring record at Montana State, and she's not even a scorer. That, that shows you how talented she really is. Yeah, she has been. She's a very gifted player, and, I mean, she very well could have been MVP of the league her freshman year. I mean, no she question. She put up such great numbers. But Coach Binford found a star in her, and she's really, really sets the tone for Montana State. And if you see the player that consistently has the most amount of minutes and is on the floor, floor general, floor presence, it's Darian White. And she does do, I always say, Darian does Darian things because they don't always show up in the stat sheet, but she does so many things well out there. And I mean, I even look at Caitlin Lamardo going off in the Idaho game. She did. She was great. She had um, a, a couple of great baskets. It still was instigated 
by Darian. That's exactly right. And so I just, I love the way she plays. I love that she can take it off the bounce, finish soft. She creates shots for other players. She really is a lot of fun to watch. If you're doing the math out there, I think that uh, Montana State has 12 regular season games left. And uh, then I'm expecting them to play probably a couple games in the tournament, if not, you know, a full three games to get uh, all the way through the tournament. So we'll see. But I'd say anywhere between 13 and 15 games left for Darian White. So she wants to break Kathleen McLaughlin's scoring record at Montana State. She'd have to average about 18 points per game. I don't know if that's necessarily in the cards just because that's not necessarily what her, her role is. But by the time this is all said and done, she will at least have threatened Kathleen McLaughlin's all-time record. I know, that's, you know that's my coach, that's, that's my your, high school that's coach. That's your coach from Great Falls Actually, High. She's going to be at the game. She's going to be sitting behind the Montana State bench. Um, just the Howard family is kind of a staple around totally. the state of Montana. So and, she's and, a good one. And Coach Howard, uh, I guess Coach Howard time two, right? Because uh, Kathleen's husband has been a coach in Montana forever and ever and ever, too. And he's had some great teams at Great Falls High. And, of course, their son Bobby has also been in coaching forever as well. So a, a great basketball uh, family. Uh, but, I mean, that's a hallowed record for sure. But I also think it's just it's fun and fascinating as well that Trisha Binford is a point guard. Uh, she was a point guard uh, during her awesome career at Boise State. She has had great point guards at Montana State, whether it's Erica Perry or Hannah Cottle. But she's got her best one. And I think that it's it's fitting that she pulled her out of Boise. There's just a lot of fun stuff uh, about the story. And uh, no matter who you're a fan of, everybody out there listening, pay attention to all the little things Darian White does on Saturday. I know. And that's one thing I will say that when we do find an MVP of this league, I hope that the league looks past some of the lead stats and looks at other no things question. that players do. Because if you do look at that and you look at the amount of minutes that maybe um, – other players are getting. I just hope Darian is in that mix because I also feel that a true MVP quality player, if you remove them from the team, what will the team be like? And Montana State would be affected by losing a play, player like Darian. And so that's why I think MVP caliber, she's got to be in the mix. Absolutely. I mean, there's stuff that just doesn't show up on the statue. Like she, she's never flustered when she's bringing the ball up the court, no matter what. That There's no statistic for that, but she's like unflappable. That's a huge part of having success, especially in this league with a lot of teams that play a lot of high pressure. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference analyst here on Nuanas Now. It's brought to you by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate, or use your home equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's community statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage tried trusted and proven on the lady grizz side coming out of saturday you're thinking okay montana turned the corner they had their best quarter in my opinion of the year in the fourth quarter it was a tight game in pocatello back and forth against idaho state sammy facken who we'll hear from in just a minute she shot the lights out in that fourth quarter she scores a career high 28 points they get a huge win in reed gym and you're thinking wow okay this lady grizz team Year two under Brian Holsinger, they turn the corner. Then Monday they come back out and they get absolutely destroyed. I mean, I've never seen the Lady Grizz lose like that at home, straight up. I never have. And so, you know, part of it's scheduling three games in five days. But uh, I don't know. It's the Lady Grizz team that's still searching. But I think that the optimism behind it is that they showed what level they can get to in that fourth quarter against Idaho State. Well, for sure. They brought a three-game winning streak in, and that's great. I mean, and now Montana State has a three-game winning streak. So we've seen both the Montana schools have these streaks, and they've put together a string of really good basketball, even if it's early in conference play. I will say that Montana came out flat on their heels on the defensive end. And with an explosive team like Eastern Washington and a JDM Martin, they punished right out of the chute. And Montana was just on their heels and just could not figure out a way to get that flow back or to slow that tempo down. And I think you can say they were tired. I hate to use that excuse because all of these teams are going to circulate through a Monday game. Sure. Everyone's going to be faced with that type of scheduling conundrum. But I will say that Montana is searching for that consistency. I mean, you you absolutely nailed it when you said that Sammy Fatkin, Carmen G. Feller, and Gina Markson all had a fantastic game against Idaho State, very spread offensively. Against Eastern Washington, you just didn't see that. Libby Stump comes off the bench for 14. Matt Koning comes off for 11. None of your veteran players are in double figures. They could not find any offensive rhythm. And I feel that it starts on the defensive end because defensive intensity creates offensive opportunity. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. 
one of the young ladies we're talking about. She is a super senior at Montana, Sammy Fackin. There was a media availability down there today, so we'll hear from Brian Holsinger later on this week. But here's just a couple minutes with Sammy Fackin, myself, Sean Rainey of SWX Montana Television, asking the Montana senior a couple questions leading up to the rivalry game with Montana State on Saturday. It's just really exciting. Like The opportunity is few and far between. You only get so many Chris Cat games in your career. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, there's nothing like it, Montana, like not being from Montana, um, to be able to experience something like this is special. What's it like coming off a mixed bag of a, of a weekend, you know, three games in five days and looked really good and then obviously had the kind of the, the clunker? Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's all part of it. Uh, there's highs and lows, and uh, the biggest thing we preach all year is just how you battle back from adversity and how you respond to things is um, what's important. And so, yeah, we just keep learning and keep growing. You guys played so well here last year against the Cats. Uh, how do you sort of rekindle that? Uh, yeah, I think you just remember that feeling and uh, try and try and duplicate that. Uh, so, yeah, just we've been uh, working all year, so just try and fix it and get better. What they do defensively, they switch so much. So as a guard, I mean, how do you sort of take advantage of that? Uh, I think, like, Brian in practice, we just talk a lot about, uh, like, noticing it, first recognizing it, and be able to pull it out and get the ball in the right place and making the right decisions. What, um, at this point of the year, how would you kind of just describe where you guys are at? Are you, are you pretty, you know, happy with the, the way that you guys have played so far? Um, if you had to, you know, write the script for kind of before the season? Uh, yeah, I think we've shown a lot of growth. Um, we've learned a lot, like definitely just with personnel and um, kind of coming together. Um, I like how we're meshing, like just having a lot of fun with this group. And I think the most exciting part is how much room we still have to grow. You have a lot of freshmen that will be playing this game for the first time. Like what can you tell them What will or what will you tell them about just uh, maybe some advice or things to know so they're not, you know, deer in the headlights when it gets going? Uh, I think just being prepared for the energy that comes around it and being able to uh, stay focused and do the next right thing. I think uh, you can get caught up in the hype a little bit, but it's really just about doing what we know how to do and do the right thing over and over again um, and execute. Sammy Fackin, Lady Grizz Senior, here on Nuanas Now. It's around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference uh, analyst, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, in studio, presented by Man Mortgage. Crystal, the Lady Grizz are four and three in league play, sort of sitting right there in the middle of the standings. Uh, but sort of the, uh, the the talking point around the program is they're two and four at home. That in, in itself is something that Brian Holsinger has talked about with the media several times uh, when talking with us, and uh, something that is uh, certainly a talking point around this Lady Grizz program. They have the Bobcats coming to Dahlberg Arena on Saturday, so another opportunity to protect home court. Just awesome to have that opportunity, and that's the way I would flip it, is just these fans are so loyal here in Montana, and they they really they enjoy watching these girls just battle, and they're going to be there, win or lose. They're just going to be there. So you hope that they can shake off that Eastern Washington game. And you're right, though. It is alarming. You need to... You need to win at home. I mean, when you look at this league, you've got to have those wins at home, and they and they just haven't. So hopefully they're going to come out, and they're going to come out strong because Montana State will come at them. And if, if they do have some early turnovers, part of Montana's maturity and growth is how they can respond without digging themselves into a hole. And so that's going to be part of the maturity factor this year for this Montana Lady Girls team. Well, the uh, great home court advantages in all of college basketball. So we'll see if that uh, rings true with the rival coming to town uh, on Saturday. We're going to take one more break, and then we'll take you around the upcoming league games, but also give you some keys to the matchup on Saturday between the Cats and the Grizz. More on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Crystal Redpath here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Is now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I was uh, actually 
flattered today to uh, do a little virtual job shadow with a couple students uh, at Boise State. And uh, they were just asking, you know, the ins and outs of being a media guy, whether it's our multimedia stuff at Skyline Sports or here at ESPN Radio. But it got me thinking about Boise and the, the town of Boise. And I started to get excited. We are getting pretty close to Boise already. It's uh, it's coming up quicker than you think. Welcome back around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. Here on your Wednesday, on Nuana's Now. You're listening, ESPN Radio. You're watching SWX Montana Television. And maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app, no matter how you're joining us. Thanks so much for being here. We, for uh, the second year in a row, have all access passes to the Big Sky Conference basketball tournament for you. And this year, we're hooking you up with a hotel as well. So if you want to go watch Big Sky Conference tournament action in Boise, our uh, ticket and hotel giveaway is sponsored each week by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. You can join all 10 Big Sky Conference teams March 4th through the 8th in Boise, Idaho for the Big Sky Conference championship. Text us here at ESPN Radio, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Or you can uh, send us direct messages on any of our Twitter accounts, whether it's Chris Redpath or Coulter underscore Nuanez or Skyline Sports MT or 1029 ESPN. Any of those Twitter accounts work. Text us or direct message us, Big Sky in Boise, to enter the giveaway. It includes two tickets and a hotel we will announce the winner one week before the tournament. So keep the entries coming in. You do have a little while, but the more the merrier. Get award-winning representation for your case by hiring the personal injury and criminal defense experts at Ryan Holloway and Miller. You can visit rhmattorneys.com to learn more. Appreciate all the support from Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. I want to talk uh, pretty much exclusively about the rivalry game here in Missoula on Saturday, but first, here is your slate of games uh, for the Big Sky Conference weekend. The uh, Cats and the Grizz are off Thursday because they played on Monday and they play again on Saturday. But your Thursday slate looks like this. Northern Colorado plays at Eastern Washington. That's an 11 a.m. game. Is that a a school day game or something? It has to be. I think it is. Yeah, they yes. must. So, so the women's basketball programs around the league, especially in Montana and at Eastern, have figured out like you want to have the loudest, craziest environment ever. It's just a constant hum <laughs> the game, whole time. Have a game in the middle of the day and bring all the middle school and elementary school kids in from around the community. You'll have five thousand people there and they'll be going crazy. It's awesome. So that's a that's a early morning game tomorrow. Uh, Northern Colorado at Eastern and Cheney. Northern Arizona is at Idaho. Weber State is at Portland State. It's a big one for Weber because they haven't won a conference game yet. And uh, Portland State, they have broken through a little bit, but th- those are two teams that are probably going to be battling for the middle of the league. So if we were, Weber's going to gain any traction, I think I need to do it against Portland State. And then uh, Idaho State plays at Sac State. Saturday, your slate looks like this. Weber's at Sac. Idaho State's at Portland State. Northern Arizona's at Eastern Washington. And Northern Colorado's at Idaho. But I want to talk about the game here in Missoula on Saturday. 2 p.m. tip for the ladies, 7 p.m. tip for the men. It's uh, It's been interesting to watch sort of the, the, the pendulum swing in this rivalry, right? For most of Robin Selvig's time as the Lady Grizz head coach. Uh, Didn't lose to him, Colton. I mean, Krista played for the Lady Grizz. Pure and uh, utter domination on the Lady Grizz side of things against Montana State. MSU swung it in their favor a little bit in recent years. But even though Montana State has had the upper hand in this rivalry for the last handful of years, when the game is in Missoula, Lady Grizz always have a chance. Even when Shannon Schwann was the head coach last year in Brian Holsinger's first uh, rivalry game here in Missoula, the Lady Grizz looked great. So, uh, I mean, first of all, what do you think of just sort of the keys to this matchup? Well, I think anytime you come into a rivalry game, you're going to have a great crowd. You're going to have nerves, lots of um, excitement surrounding this game. But I think whoever is going to command the early offensive um, strategy or is going to come out and hit some early shots by getting good defensive stops. We've seen both of these teams out-rebound their opponents. Montana's really controlled the glass, but so has Montana State. Also, taking care of the basketball is going to be big. If you're Montana State, you want to attack. They spread the floor. They attack the elbow. They look for opportunities to get to the free throw line. So that is part of Coach Binford's plan, and that will be key to the game. And also possibly to pick up a couple fouls against Carmen and Burton Oliver and put them on the bench. So I'm looking at the the different styles of play, but it is going to come down to who is going to come out and command their presence on offense. Talking points today from down there while talking to the Lady Grizz side of things, 
primarily focused on the way MSU guards. They switch almost relentlessly. It's almost like a zone because they can switch so many different matchups. They have just like this unbelievable number of tall wings that can guard uh, out on the perimeter or in the post. So they have the personnel to do it. Uh, how do you take advantage of that, though, if you're the Lady Grizz? Well, what I what I think there is a way to take advantage of that, and you have to be you have to go off shoulder to shoulder on your screens, and you have to you have to really set good picks. One thing I do like about Montana State having that style, though, everyone knows, right? right. You just know what you're you going to do, right? Um, you know, when you decide you're going to look at the team, and you're either going to switch or get through or hedge, I think there could be some clarity. And Montana has backed off, and that's hurt them totally on certain screens. So to flip it for just a sec, but if you're Montana, you just have to come out and execute, make good passes, yep. make good cuts, trust your system. Yep. And you got a scrappy Montana State team. I know Alexi Deaton, she can steal the ball. She's getting after you. Yep. You know, Leah Beatty coming off the bench. They're looking for those early opportunities. Having bigs that can that can pick and pop a little bit, too, can help you. And uh, Montana has, I think, the best pick and pop big in the league in Carmen G. Feller. But also, Keely Burton-Oliver has shown that she can take it and come off a screen and, and maybe step back and, and hit a 15- to 18-footer as well. I mean, she even hit a three uh, a, a couple weekends ago, so she showed some range as well. She's a strong player. I think if you're Montana, you're looking to create, you're tr- you're looking to get a little bit better tempo, and so that's one thing about Burton Oliver is just getting up and down the floor. Um, if they're going to play Burton Oliver and Carmen at the same time, they really have to watch the pace of the game. And to flip it over to the other side, Deaton and Bad Bear are a great combination, and great those combo. two have been playing really well together. And since. Um, Benford has put Deaton into the starting lineup. Um, I think that the two of them really play well off of each other. One trend, and I don't know if the Lady Grizz will employ a similar defensive strategy, but but part of uh, the reason that the Lady Grizz have still been able to, to protect home court in this rivalry uh, in, in recent the last couple of years has been sometimes they sag off the shooters and they kind of dare Montana State to shoot threes to see if they can settle into the hostile environment. And sometimes Montana State hasn't been able to find the mark so you wonder if you do that again, though, because this Bobcat team has an unreal amount of three-point shooters. So I don't know if you necessarily want to dare uh, the, the cast to find a rhythm in, uh, uh, at Dahlberg. Well, you look at Nate Harris, who's on the staff. He obviously is pretty close uh, with Montana State totally. coach many years. I think what they're going to try to do, Coulter, is get Montana State to take off-balance shots, one pass and a shot's up. Take an off-balance or an okay shot instead of really working the perimeter, reversing the ball, using your high post. That's going to be Montana's strategy. Let's get them to just pull. Let's get them to pull the trigger and not take a great shot. Go on to Zow ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's around the Big Sky and women's hoops. Here uh, on Nuanas Now, Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference analyst, joining me, Coulter Nuanas, in studio this week is presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more info. Missoula.manmortgage.com. That's two N's. Missoula.manmortgage.com. Or you can call their local office, 406-542-0700. Also, there's just the element of the emotions behind this game, right? Yes. I mean, and this is the this is the same analysis for both the men's and the women's games. It's going to be tense. There's going to be more people there in the stands than any other game that these two teams play, except for when it's in Bozeman. The the officiating will have an impact on it, no matter what anybody says. It'll be physical. Everybody will be nervous. So settling in is important. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it will be It will be the question tomorrow. And I think that if you've talked to these players, Coulter, they all feel as if anyone could win this game because they know the emotion and the side to it that they've been in these games. They know that it can be emotional. Certain players can get hot. I know if you're Coach Benford, you'd love to come in here and steal a win at Dahlberg. If they can, then I think that that will then firmly position them as a team that's at least on, I'm not going to say in the driver's seat quite yet because Sac State has been off off to such a good start, but it'll give them an inside track. It would be a huge win for Montana State. For the Lady Grizz, though, it could be an enormous win because I think that they have to prove that they can sustain uh, success. I mean, winning at Weber 
in an empty arena in overtime, okay, it is what it is, but you got a road win. Then you follow it up with a great performance, but then you have a letdown. They have to figure out a way, especially at home, to find that consistency. And I think if you're the Lady Grizz, you wanted to have a game on Tuesday to get that out of your system. And so really the best way to do that, Coulter, is to have another home game and to undo what happened against Eastern Washington because really their strategy should be the opposite of style of play of what they did on Monday. But if you look at the conference in past years, we haven't had any teams that have turned the table and just run it last year, I mean, Idaho State had five losses. Montana State had five losses. I think we're going to see these teams have bumps along the way, and we're still not even to the turn yet, so it's exciting, but there's a lot of basketball left. Anything about the other games outside of the rivalry game that uh, that you're looking at? Yeah. I, I do think that NAU at Idaho game is an interesting one to look at. Idaho State at Sac State on Thursday are both uh, intriguing matchups. I think that Sac State's going to go on the road now. They have four road games. They go to Idaho State, Weber State, Montana, and Montana State. So I'm interested to see how this team that is 13-3, and 4-1 and one in conference, how they can sustain. We know they have the individual talent, but it'll be interesting to see as they venture out of the state of California. I mean, they've been out of California once all they, year, they right? To, well, they went to Northern Colorado and NAU. That's so right. So they split on that on that trip. <laughs> yeah. But to consistently leave when they have to come up to north to Montana for a good five days. But I, I'm just interested to see how they respond. So I think those games are going to be really critical for me just to be able to evaluate their style of play and where the rest of the conference is because they are at the top right now. Around the Big Sky and women's hoops, Krista Redpath joins us once a week as our Big Sky Conference Analyst here uh, on Nuan is Now, ESPN Radio this week, presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Contact Man Mortgage, Missoula.ManMortgage.com or call their local office, 406-542-0700. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you, our ESPN Roundtable, and we're breaking some news. Former Grizz All-American running back, He's got a new Marcus Knight. He's got a new adventure. What is Marcus Knight's future? We'll tell you next, and we'll catch up with him about his Grizz football career and everything else in his life as well. We'll do that on the ESPN Roundtable right after this. Krista, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Coulter. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delans of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.